Welcome to Click Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Sullivan. Today's episode is being brought to you by our good friend, Bruce Ford and Lodging Econometrics. If you're looking for information for a new market, you are repositioning your hotel asset, or you are just looking to grow your company, information is king. Get a hold of Bruce and the team at Lodging Econometrics. Use his email, Bruce at lodgingeconometrics.com. On a personal note, I want to congratulate my daughter-in-law. Just got her certificate as a paralegal. She's raising three kids, a husband, and holding down a full-time job. I'm very <laughs> proud of her. <laughs> Carissa, I love how congratulations. You Sorry, Carissa, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I love how you say she's raising a husband. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> that would be she your is. son, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, that is our guest, Micah Solomon. He is a writer. He is a columnist, for senior contributor. I'm sorry, I cannot get this right this morning, so we're going to flow with it. Senior contributor, <laughs> Forbes.com. He has got several books out, two of which are The Heart of Hospitality, and the other one is Ignore Your Customers and They Will Go Away. So, Micah, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I am doing great, Craig, and congratulations again to Carissa. Thank you. Thank you very much. She is just an amazing human being, and I'm very, very proud of her. Hey, my friend, um, I know I left out a lot of things with your intro, so why don't you fill in the gaps and tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you're doing right now. So I'm best known as a customer service turnaround expert, and that means I work on the actual hospitality end of hospitality. So I don't really know from RevPAR and uh, all that side of it, but I will train uh, hotels and other businesses in how to provide extraordinary customer service. I also do high-level mystery shopping before I start an engagement, so that can be really uh, fun. Some of my clients are actually one of them is actually a triple five star hotel, which, as you know, there aren't too many of. Right. Uh, uh, but they can be they can be a select service as well. And I've written five books. The most recent one is Ignore Your Customers and They'll Go Away. Though the most relevant one for your uh, listeners is the heart of hospitality and i would recommend that one to you we also have a giveaway of that book if i am not mistaken you are right and this is going to be actually the second time i've given that book away uh four wow. years ago I it just keeps coming back like a bad penny huh? <laughs> yeah except it's a great book and it's a great read and there is great information in it so i think especially at this uh point in time uh people should read this book so with the heart of hospitality we gave that out year one at our we used to do a vip dinner we started off with i think 40 people and then this year it grew to a reception of over 150 so no more dinner but we do have food and beverages (laughs) (laughs) when you said it started out with 50, I wondered if this was going to be like an Agatha Christie book and every year there was one fewer, but it went in the other direction. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we are going to give a few away. We're going to give one away to David Bowman, who is the executive vice president of New Gen Advisory. 
the Bowman Post Group. That is a new hotel brokerage firm that was launched recently. David's an old friend, and he is also uh, highly respected and very heavily involved with um, CLIA, which is one of our trade organizations here in California for those outside the state, and part of their scholarship program, which Click has donated to every year since our inception. So David wants to know, Micah, what are the ways customer service changed in the COVID-19 area? Era. We don't really know yet. I think it's fair to say. I, I do think we are all winging it. So as far as in person, certainly there is a great desire on the part of guests to feel safe. And I did an interview with uh, Arnie Sorensen, the CEO of Marriott, yeah. rec- recently, and he was stressing that it's essential that not only your employees wear masks, but that guests in public spaces wear masks. And he said, the reason is that even though we have these cowboys who think that, uh, that what did the... What did the attorney general say the other day that uh, that wearing a mask is the worst thing since slavery? Well, even though there are astoundingly people who, who believe that sort of thing, many of your guests don't believe that. And if they are traveling, they want a feeling of safety. So if you don't right. enforce mask wearing in public spaces, then these travelers are not going to come back. So everyone wants a feeling of safety. Another part of this is... Uh, cleaning surfaces and so forth that can edge into what has i think fairly been called a uh, hygiene theater uh, because, <laughs> because <laughs> guests not only want to be safe they want to feel safe so uh take that as you may um everything else i think when when we are doing things virtually we just need to infuse even more hospitality than usual we uh lack some of the cues that we have in person so we need to slightly overdo it and don't tell me they can't tell whether you're smiling when you wear a mask they still can if you're smiling the right way yes they can scrunches up your eyes which is this is what i claim that's why i have these lovely crows (laughs) there you go yeah mine too um tell us about your speaking engagements workshops and training um i guessing that it all went away for a period of time and now you are back doing this virtually so uh, how, how is that going for you right now and tell us about your yearning to get back in out on the road and do these live would you please <laughs> it actually transitioned immediately to my surprise companies that need keynote speaking still need it uh, companies that need training still need it so It was instantaneous, the switch. Uh, So I can do many of these from where I'm sitting right now in my home, in my home studio, which I used to call my home office. Right. Uh, Other ones for larger events, there's actually a a very skeletal professional uh, video crew that will come and I insist they wear their masks and uh, we'll do it that way with a green screen and and, and everything. But either way, it's it keeps on going. So that's the speaking as far as training. Uh, so 
it it's it's just it's all switched it's all switched to virtual and it can be everything from just simply a zoom session or if you want more interactivity it can be uh on an actual training platform okay so you're still staying busy you made the transition i'm not going to say seamlessly but you did make it rather rapidly um how much longer do you think it's going to be before you're on a plane and going somewhere to train somebody or a group? Well, like, there was this wonderful uh, songwriter, Sammy Khan. People would always ask him what came first, the what came first, the uh, lyrics or the music. And Sammy's answer was, I think, the best, which is uh, the phone call. So. It'll it'll depend on my clients. I, I mean, if they asked me to go speak live right now today, I, I wouldn't. I don't think that's good for the audience or anyone else. Yeah. But when, when that gets kicking again, I think people are going to be very eager to have it starting again. So people in my beloved events and travel industries, you know, hold fast, stay limber, and we're coming back. There you go. Not too soon because that wouldn't be good for anyone i i agree uh it's it yeah i you know california is still having all types of issues and we're trying to work our way through that i mean supposedly the next few days there's going to be something coming down from the governor's office here in reference to disneyland reopening and if they're able to reopen that means that's not Berry farm is universal studios which is the second largest uh, amusement venue in the state behind Disney, and then you've got SeaWorld down in San Diego. So, and we've got a point. Hey, what new... about what about my favorite one, Legoland? There you go, Legoland's another one. Absolutely, my grandson loves that place. Um, and then we've got a brand new football stadium uh, in Los Angeles for it's the new home of the Chargers and the uh, Rams. So, it'll be interesting to see where we're at in another thirty days. So, hopefully, they're going to open yeah. up long before that hey drew hardy the uh, president over at 24 7 hotels was wondering how you put together your lattes and laptops supporting alone together time so lat lattes lattes now you got me doing it man lattes and laptops or we could say lattes and laptops is the there's this psychological principle which has been proven that, and stick with me on this one, some psychologists at Yale proved this, and this must have been the study that got the quickest response when they asked for volunteers to sign up for it. They proved that eating chocolate when there's someone else nearby also eating chocolate makes the chocolate taste better. So what does this mean? So you're not even talking to the other person. You don't even know them, but they're eating chocolate and you're eating chocolate. And when you fill out a survey for how good the chocolate tastes, you're going to rate that it was better than you would if you were just sitting all alone like a loser eating chocolate by yourself. Now, I mean, nobody eats chocolate. It's, it's, tr it's truly a loser, right? But this principle holds true for the reality that people like to work at their laptop in proximity to other people even if they never say a mumbling word to them right, right. so this is why these public spaces have been so popular and i've seen 
I've seen them done really, really well. I was at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Istanbul, and the general manager showed me pictures of what the what the business center used to look for and he said you know the business center used to be the saddest place in the hotel right right the saddest place you might as well put that l uh i don't know what the l is in turkic but you you you, you, wanna, <laughs> you needed to put the equivalent of l on your forehead and and if you were going up to the the visitors set visitor center so he just closed that one down and instead he put it in an extremely central place right off the lobby he he found this room or built out this room with beautiful uh beautiful views of the bosphorus and uh flat screen max all throughout and even uh, now i personally do not find that martinis mix well with work but for those guests who do <laughs> feel that feel that it does there is a mix, mixologist on uh, on demand who will make your favorite drink. And there's a pool table where my son and I, were both pathetic at pool, could uh, take turns losing to each other right there. Uh, so, so this is what the business center should look like today. Uh, this follows the lattes and laptops principle. This also extends to social media uh i was talking with Hervé Ambler, who is one of the fantastic founders co-founders of the ritz carlton hotel company right. and he said only eight or ten years ago so at this point that's probably 20 years ago but uh travelers by which he means you know the one tenth of one percent travelers they used to measure their journeys by how many uh it was it was like in uh it would be like in citizen kane where the the william randolph hearst character would uh ship back crates of persian rugs and ceramics and so forth he said that's what it used to be like but now what they share are experiences and how do they share them they share them over social but still it's it's and if they're millennials he wasn't really talking about millennials but if they are millennials it's the same principle it's the if it's not on my phone, it didn't happen. Principle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. Now your book deals with the arrival of the millennials, and it also deals with smartphones uh, as a key. And how's that coming? I since you wrote the book. How, oh yeah. What, so yeah, this is this is advanced. This is probably advanced. I think we'll see more and more. Uh, yeah. Smart smartphones being used as a key. When I when I wrote the book, Hilton was trumpeting that they were having these, uh, but at that point, it really was only a very few locations, and I think security concerns were kind of trumping everything. But there has been a lot of lot more touch free hospitality since then. One of my good friends is Raj Singh S I N G H. There's a lot of people named Raj Singh. It is the uh, it is the John Smith of. Uh, of uh, John Smith of in, in Indian names. So this Raj Singh is the president and CEO of Go Moment, G-O-M-O-M-E-N-T. And he's been d doing some remarkable work with uh, his product, which is called Ivy, I-V-Y. Uh -huh. And uh, Ivy is a virtual concierge that has been installed at, I think, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of keys at this point, uh, by which I mean guest rooms. Right. It's not actually a key 
key function, but in hundreds of thousands of guest rooms, most I think of of the hotels in uh, Las Vegas, and it's a virtual concierge. I think it's particularly smart because a lot of it's powered by AI. But if you say something like "I am tired of this crap," or even if you don't cuss, if you say something that clearly has a lot of negative emotion in it, it knows right away to transfer you to a human being because I think that's where touchless hospitality needs to end. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, you've, you've, we are about that human connectivity, even though the millennial generation will sit in the lobbies, the social lobbies now, uh, and they won't well, look up still, from their phone. That's still more. It's still more connected than being in their room. Room, yeah, it is. But I think we all need that, and you, you need to be able to pivot and make that change and go right from an AI to. Uh, you know, a team member on site at the hotel. I think that's going to be critical for, you know, whatever our recovery is, and that's going to take some time. What are you seeing out there for recovery of the hotel sector in the rest of the, the nation and the world? Because you're you're a global nomad, digital nomad. You're running all over the place, typically. <laughs> typically, but. I have literally not been off of our island. Uh, we live on an island near Seattle. It's don't guys. It's not like a Sir Richard Branson island. We do not own the <laughs> island. <laughs> I, I own, live on uh, an island too, and I don't own it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we have literally not been off the island since March. So 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 anything I say is very third hand. Uh, I'll tell you what Arnie at, at Marriott told me, which was that they were are very heartened by their their uh, experience in China uh, with how quickly that came back. Yeah, uh, I think people are itching to travel, uh, but I think many people still have, as they sh- as they should, safety concerns. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that you're you're right about that. You've probably got somewhere between 25-30% of people that will not get on a plane right now. So. You know, let's let's say 75% of the market is, yes, I will get on a plane, to maybe I will. And those are the ones I think that we need to, you know, talk to and, and, and get them traveling. Because all roads from travel lead to economic success, whether it's relocation of a company, a sales uh, team, you know, you moving from... An island to <laughs> suburbs. Uh, me moving from one island to another island. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it, it 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 all begins and ends with travel. Um, you know, and it's it, it's something. I mean, I I applaud a lot of the airlines for what they are doing and the messaging that they're getting out there, but it's it's not enough. And our you know visit California. Uh, does an outstanding job, but you know we still need to step up our game with all the visitor, um, you know, uh, commissions from the various states and U.S. travel uh, pulled together and get getting you know joint messaging out. Um, I think that's going to be a big part of it. I mean, one of the the big insurance carriers, and I and I've used this before on a podcast uh, for the hospitality sector globally. He's got over 35,000 associates around the world. Now, March 13th, they shut down all corporate travel and they told everybody to get ready to work from home. And if you don't have a VPN line, 
talk to your local IT team and get it installed and have a designated work spot. Now, they did leave it up to the associates, I think about a month ago at this point. If you feel safe and if you feel the need to travel, go ahead. Uh, Now, I know talking to various people that handle insurance for this company, they have been. They've been on planes regularly. They've been staying in hotels regularly. Um, They started out driving and staying in hotels. So hopefully this is, this is going to, this is a good sign and we're going to get more business travel, but I think that's really going to be later in the year, Q1 of next year. I think we've got to look at, at the, you know, route 66 road trip across America. Are are you and your family ready to get out there and get in the car and go somewhere? Well, we are split. Uh, partly, I mean, not even my son's school is having what they call ridiculously seat-based education. Yeah. But uh, so his seat is seated in his <laughs> in our in our house. So that's one side of it. But the other side is that my daughter's uh, at university in Europe, and she she flew there without incident. She got there. She was able to get a COVID test right at the airport within a day. She uh, had her results and she went to classes. Wow. I, I'm, I'm surprised they let her into the country because I think right now the entire country is from Sada Non Grata around the world, isn't it? Oh, totally. There, There is a dispensation if you're a student that's okay. considered uh, essential, but you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I know that uh, some of the countries have got rapid testing. Hawaii, uh, their governor announced they're going to reopen, uh, hopefully October 15th. They've got uh, ties with, uh, I believe it's Rite Aid and a couple of other facilities, Kaiser being oh, one smart. of them. Smart, smart. And you've got to have a, a uh, COVID test 72 or 48 hours before you get on the plane, and it's got to be negative, and they're getting instant responses. So. They will be meeting you at at the plane. Um, you know, just to enter Hawaii. Yeah, really, tense. Wow, yeah. isn't that interesting? Well, if you think about it, I, I, I you know, I, I think this is part of the problem in the country that people don't realize how fragile our medical system is. <laughs> okay, and now yeah. if you look at the great state of Hawaii, okay, you know what it's like going in there. You've got to fill out an agriculture form. You can't bring That's any, right. you know, fruit, pr- produce, flowers, any of that in. Animals go into quarantine. They have to have blood work reports done before they come in. Right. Uh, you know, you're going to ruin paradise if you don't. And you can only take certain things out of the state that have been proved by agriculture. So, and most people don't realize this. Now, let's exclude the military bases and hospitals because we already know that they will help out in times of an emergency. Um, I think there's two private hospitals and three Kaiser hospitals on Oahu. Um, There is one Kaiser hospital on Maui. Um, There's another one on the Big Island, Kaiser, and another Kaiser on Kauai. So that medical system is very fragile. And if it gets overwhelmed just by the locals, let alone tourists coming in, uh, it's a nightmare. So, I, I, you know, has the governor done everything right? I don't know. I can't comment on that. 
Uh, but I think they're everybody's trying to do the best they can. I talk to Hogan Hospitality all the time, and you know they're they've been renovating hotels, they've been getting their staff trained, they've got new sanitization protocols, all of that. Now, are your clients coming back to you going, "Hey, we're on top of this. How do we get this messaging out?" It it depends on the industry. Do you mean you mean a hospitality industry? Yeah, yeah. we're okay, only talking hotels. We're not talking restaurants. I'm sorry. Okay, so hospitality. Uh, yeah, they are the, the ones that are doing innovative things like uh, the like Ocean House in Rhode Island. They have a because their bar was closed. Uh, they did this amazing thing where they they created this beautiful uh, moving bar, and then it comes to your door with a two not just one but two mixologists, if I'm remembering correctly, and. They mix the the drink of your choice, or they may already know what you drink, and it's beautiful. And they did it all in Porsche red because that is the color <laughs> of their their physical bar. Nice, nice, Micah. We have hit thirty minutes. I this just blew by in the blink of an eye. I thank you for being on the Click Podcast. Um, we are out of time. So do me a favor and please give the audience uh, a shameless plug and how they can get a hold of you and get you uh, over to talk to them and their teams uh, as as needed across the country, virtually at least for the time being. So you need to be good at spelling biblical names. My website <laughs> is... <laughs> it's true. My website is micasolomon.com and that's... M I C A H S O L O M O N dot com. My email is even harder. Well, not really. My email is Micah at Micah Solomon dot com. So that's M I C A H at M I C A H S O L O M O N dot com. Or my phone number, if you want to text me, is 484 343 5881. I'll give that again 484 343 5881 and the book that Craig is going to give you one or you can buy it and make my sales go sky high is the heart of hospitality great hotel and restaurant leaders share their secrets yes and we've got this going out to uh, David Bowman at New Gen Advisory for his questions Drew Hardy the president of 24-7 hotels uh, we've also got Stephen Medell over at Pacifica Hotels getting a book and Sachin Shaw, who just happened to have a birthday. So I figured you would make him a uh, great birthday present there, Micah, my friend. So nice. There we go. And if you. You know, I'm like the. Craig and I are like the little drummer boy. All we can give you is a, is a book, but we give it to you with heart. Absolutely, my friend. So till the next episode, thank you and aloha.